Change is nature, the part that we can influence. And it starts... I the tiger. Decide. I the tiger, come on. Yes, science! Possess the right thinking. If I can change. Only then can what we see. You can change. Gives the strength, knowledge, and peace. Peace. I'm your host, Ross Anderson, and this is the Motivational Dude Podcast. And on this show, we'll be exploring all the tools and tactics that you can apply to realize your potential, from mindfulness to meditation, psychology, physiology, biology, and much, much more. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Motivational Dude Podcast with your host, well-being expert Ross Anderson, and today's topic is sleep. Early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise, as they say, as the old adage goes, and that's true in many ways. This morning I was up at half past five recording this podcast and two others and if I'm honest I'm currently sat here in my girlfriend's house coat which does not fit me at all but who cares because it's super comfy so I rob it from time to time. Anyways, um, I'm curious, how did you sleep last night? Do you feel refreshed and energised? Our sleeping habits have changed more in the last 150 years than the last 150,000. We've gone from sleeping an average of 10 hours a day to the new average of 6.2. And 50% of our population is impacted by poor sleep every single day. They either have trouble falling asleep and or staying awake. And we all know to some degree how that makes us feel subjectively. Yesterday I was, um, I think I scanned through Facebook and I saw a meme, a meme that pretty much sums up how you feel, how we feel, how we all feel when we don't get a good night's sleep. It was basically this woman who was kind of angrily parading around, flipping the bird, giving people the finger uh, just because she'd had a poor night's sleep and that, that speaks to what it's like to have a poor night's sleep. Um, you can react negatively, more negatively than normal to someone or something um, when you would normally probably be cool with that thing. Your patient, patience is tested, your emotions are, are less unbalanced, your memory goes to, to shit basically, it's impaired heavily, um, your body actually feels heavy and, and that's really all about inflammation because poor sleep, especially if it's only a few hours causes systemic inflammation in the body. Your willpower, say bye-bye to that and say hello to the cake. I know that in times when I have poor sleep, uh, when it gets to 12, after 12, then my willpower is gone. I'm kind of like Augustus Gloop from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or if you remember the movie Matilda, the little guy Brucey. Brucey, you can do it, Brucey, that guy, and he eats all the cake. That's me when I get a bad night's sleep, and I'm sure you can resonate with that also. Um, but what's, when we get a bad night's sleep, what what's most people's strategy to fix that? Well, a lot of people kind of just will it out and hope for the best. 
Other people, they tend to go to their beds earlier. Some wear masks and visors. Others opt for herbal remedies, um, such as medicinal marijuana, tinctures, um, herbal teas like chamomile and valerian root. Then you've got supplements. Some have a wee nightcap, um, which is one of the poorer um, options. Baths, they can be good. Some journal, some some have a natural inclination to journal and write down their thoughts to get rid of that head mess. Some just consume less caffeine. There's so many different tactics and some of these are great and useful, others not so much. But, but what if, what if it was easier than that? What if there was one simple thing that could change the game and allow us to sleep like babies, improving our energy, mood, and mojo. And before we get to what that one thing is, I want to tell you about something that happened to me last week that speaks to this. So last week, my girlfriend and I had planned a meal. She was cooking Italian and I was to get all the ingredients from the shops. So I went off to get all the ingredients um, and when I returned, I realised that I'd forgot one. I forgot one of the key ingredients. Without the passata, Passata is just a tomato-based puree. Without this passata, this key ingredient, we couldn't really create the meal we wanted. We couldn't really get the end result we desired. Obviously, slapping the wrist, Roscoe was reprimanded. Um, and in our bodies, our bodies, we also have ingredients we require to get the end result we want. And that, that extends to sleep. So in your body, there, there's certain things, let's call them ingredients, that you require to sleep optimally. Now, what I'm talking about here is dietary factors. And when I shine a light on this, it'll blow your mind. At least it did for me. Because what it does is it gives you so much more clarity. And clarity allows you to understand things. And, and a deeper understanding allows you to feel more empowered and act with more efficacy. So what I want to do is I want to spell out a chemical chain of events in the body. Start with melatonin. Some of you may or may not know that melatonin is recognised as, or termed, the get good sleep hormone. It's a sleep hormone and it has to increase throughout the day. It has to be abundant, bioavailable in the body for us to be able to sleep like babies and improve our energy, mood and mojo. But this melatonin, this get good sleep hormone, it it doesn't just appear out of thin, thin air. Just like, you know, when you're born as an individual, you don't appear out of thin air. Certain things have to come together. Certain ingredients have to uh, be put in place for you to be born. So for you to be born, your mum and dad had to get together and I guess they had to go all Marvin Gaye and get it on and then you popped out nine months later. So specific ingredients have to come together in a particular way to create and give birth to a particular thing. Well, melatonin's like that. We need things to come together to be synthesized in the body. Two parties need to conjoin, if you will, so that you can produce that bioavailably and you can sleep well. So the chemical chain of events that I was speaking about goes like this. We'll work backwards first. So melatonin is the get good sleep hormone. To create that hormone, you require a neurotransmitter 
called serotonin, which is commonly known as the feel-good neurochemical. To create serotonin, in short, you need a thing called tryptophan. Tryptophan is an amino acid, and it isn't produced in the body or synthesized in the body. You have to have an external source to produce it, to create it. It's amino acid, and amino acids are found in foods. And and for me, tryptophan kind of, it reminds me of, I don't know if you watched it when you were younger, Chris Tarrant's program. I forget the name of it, but it was the one with all the kind of crazy adverts, the funny adverts. And you'd always have these silly adverts playing in. And tryptophan kind of reminds me of like one of those Japanese adverts for like luminous lip lip balm. I, ca- I keep hearing that that word in my head, tryptophan, being said like some sort of chap- Japanese man, tryptophan. Anyway, um, this tryptophan is, is a key ingredient for us to produce melatonin. That chemical chain of events is required. Tryptophan, serotonin, melatonin, in order for us to sleep effectively. The interesting thing about sleep is that when we sleep poorly, we automatically stay in the realm of sleep to fix our sleep, but we don't look at other components of well-being that might have been impacting that realm, that sleep realm. For example, there's four fundamental components of true well-being. There's sleep, the mental game, your movement, and your diet. But when we sleep poorly, well, to fix that, we sort of have a few tactics. And then when those don't work, we kind of submit, we give in. And this is a a fixed mindedness that creeps into us all in all areas of life. And and I understand that. and, And that really comes from a lack of strategy that's in part to do with our lack of knowledge. So when you have a particular problem with your well-being, whether it's sleep or your mental game, always look at the other areas and ask first, do I have that other area dialed in? Could I learn more about it? Is there something that's missing? And make that your mission. Because oftentimes, there is an alternative. Okay, so, we know that in order to sleep like a baby, to improve your sleep, you you now have to, there's a dietary element, and that chemical chain of events, tryptophan, the amino acid, helps, it's a precursor, a thing that helps create another thing, it's a precursor to creating serotonin, neurotransmitter, the feel-good chemical in the brain, in the body, which is a precursor, a thing that creates another thing, and that helps to influence the the growth and the birth of melatonin, if you will, the get-good-sleep hormone in the body. So it goes tryptophan or tryptophan, tryptophan, serotonin, melatonin. Okay, so how do we actually go about getting more tryptophan? I keep wanting to say it in that Japanese way. Tryptophan in our bodies. So... The easiest way to do that without having to do any real sort of scientific testing and pay a lot of money is just to do a simple dietary analysis. So for the next seven days, what you have to do is write down what you would normally eat, everything you would consume. So Monday, check. Tuesday, check. Wednesday, check. And write it all down on a piece of paper. Very, very simple. The cool thing about us is that we are habitual beings. 
We fluctuate between seven to the sa- seven to nine of the same meals every single week. So if you take a dietary analysis for one week, i.e. seven days, then that should give you a, a sort of good representation of where you're at week to week. Then what you want to do is you want to look and you, you want to look at your diet and you want to start take a red pen, for example, and look for tryptophan type foods in your diet. So what are tryptophan type foods? I'm going to list a few, but I'll also attach a link. Um, these podcasts will be found in my website, www.themotivationaldude.com, underneath podcast. And you'll see this episode and underneath it, there'll be attachment for tryptophan based foods. But some tryptophan based foods are the following. So the first few are um, paleo-based sources or meat-eating sources. You've got salmon, poultry, grass-fed beef, free-range eggs, and then the remainder of the list pertains to, of course, those who consume meat also, but predominantly for vegans. So sesame seeds, walnuts, cashew nuts, oats, brown rice, corn, quinoa, beans and legumes, potatoes, bananas, and spirulina. So those are a few of the more potent and powerful sources of tryptophan that we can consume externally. We consume them in the body, they become more bioavailable. We create more tryptophan and they encourage the growth of serotonin and thus then melatonin. They create that chemical chain of events which is required for melatonin to get good sleep hormone to be produced. So how much does does each of us need How much do we need of this tryptophan in our body in order to produce the end result, the melatonin, to get good sleep hormones? So how much, that question, how much really depends on a number of variables, a number of different factors. The first being activity level, age, the state of your digestive tract is really important because if if your digestive tract is is in a state of... um, disease, if it's under threat, if there's holes, if if you have maybe leaky gut or if you've got an inflamed gut, for example, then it's not in the right kind of condition and that's going to influence the breakdown and thus then absorption of tryptophan-based foods and will limit your ability to encourage that chemical chain of events. So, you need to look at all these different things, but as a general rule of thumb to get started, keeping it nice and practical and simple, every individual wants to have about 10 milligrams of t- tryptophan per kilogram of body weight. So, for example, if you weigh 65 kilos and you require 10 milligrams per kilo of body weight, simple mathematics would suggest that you need 650 milligrams of tryptophan in your body. Likewise, if you're much heavier, if you're a, a big guy or, or maybe even a big girl, you have, I doubt, doubt you would weigh this if you were a female, but maybe if you're a large male, 100, you weigh 100 kilos, then it's times that by 10, 10 milligrams per kilo of body weight, you require 1,000 milligrams of tryptophan. So you do your little experiment, before you perform that little experiment, you're, you're, ex- you're assessing your diet. Um, maybe you have a little tryptophan in your diet. And so for, say, two to three weeks, 
you you add some additional tryptophan in, look at those foods and add those in. That's the new variable you're implementing into this little experiment. You add that tryptophan in and then you journal on that. And you you basically, you make the connection between adding in and setting in more tryptophan and how that makes you feel, how that makes you sleep. That's key, making that connection between the thing you're changing, i.e. the tryptophan, and the end result. I just want to make one final note on this. So I work with a lot of people one-on-one. I do a lot of speaking. And after these speaking events, whether it be public or in the corporate sector or in a sporting environment, I met with a a, a lot of women. And when I'm in the Q&A sessions, menopause comes up a lot. So women who get into their you know, even maybe in their late 30s or 40s, 50s and 60s, they're impacted by the menopause. Now, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know what that feels like because I don't, I don't have boobs, at least the last time I checked, but I can completely empathise because my mum, my mother is going through it right now, as is my girlfriend's mum and a lot of other people I know. And so a lot of women who have or are living with the menopause, they struggle. They struggle, of course, with sleep. And and what they do is that they become very fixed. And their strategies, that fixed-mindedness creeps in again. Because a lot of people, a lot of information suggests that the poor sleep and the menopause, is all, it's all biological. They, they see it as something that's biological and, and nothing that they can escape. Well... It's a natural path as women age for their estrogen, their progesterone, their testosterone, these types of hormones to be altered as they get older. And but but most of them, most females, accept that, oh well, that's the way it is. My hormones are goosed, I'm getting over, I'm getting older, and I'm gonna have bad sleep forever. Well, that's not necessarily the case. Because for many women I know, when they've implemented this advice, when they've looked at their, they've performed their dietary analysis and they've actually found that they actually have um, low levels of tryptophan in their diet and they've altered that, they've added more in and they've performed that experiment, they've found this to be really useful actually. So if you're out there and you can't sleep, for whatever reason, don't forget the Passata. (laughs) <laughs> I'm joking. Don't forget that in key ingredient. True story though. But seriously, our body works like a good Italian meal. You've got to get the right, well, to get the right result, the right outcome, we need the core ingredients to make it work. Remember, tryptophan, serotonin, melatonin. On an alternative note, as a sort of segue, serotonin, to make serotonin, which is a feel-good chemical, which influences your mood, things like anxiety, depression, vitality, energy. We also need tryptophan. So tryptophan is not just key to produce the chemical chain of events to create melatonin to get good sleep hormone and help us sleep. It's also key for serotonin, the feel-good neurochemical, which has a big bearing on a psychological state. So what I would suggest is I want you, I want you to be more strategic about creating the correct conditions for sleep. Be mindful of the f- the four key elements of pure well-being. That's how you eat, think, s- move, and of course, sleep. So, 
a problem in one of those areas, those four areas, can be caused by one of the others or a compounding of a few. So my advice is that you sleep smarter and you implement these tactics because it's all about the speed of implementation. Remember, knowledge is only potential power. Knowledge and action, knowledge and application is where you get the true results. And this advice on sleep can help you realize more of yourself. Peace out, much love, and we'll speak soon. And that concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this serves you well. And if you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and review over in iTunes. By doing so, you really do help me help others optimize. Peace out, much love, and we'll speak soon.